friends. The earth is firm beneath my feet. The sun shines bright above. Here I stand to greet my friends. All things to know and love. Good morning, dear earth. Good morning, dear sun. Good morning, dear stones and the flowers, everyone. Good morning, dear beasts and the fish in the sea. Good morning to you and good morning to me. Our windows are closed up so tight. Let's open them. With all our might, open windows wide. Let the light inside. Close your windows again. Close them up so tight. Our windows are closed up so tight. Let's open them with all our might. Open windows wide. Let the light inside. Close them up again. Windows are closed up so tight. Let's open them with all our might. Open windows wide. Let the light inside. Keep them open this time. Down in the meadow, under a tree, three little bunnies peek out at me. All day long, they hop, 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 run through the fields and never stop. When it's time to rest, 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 Mother Bunny makes a cozy nest. Snuggle up, bunnies. Let's peek out again. Down in the meadow, under a tree, three little bunnies peek out at me. All day long they hop, 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 run through the fields and never stop. When it's time to rest, 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 Mother Bunny makes a cozy nest. Come on, bunnies, snuggle up. Let's peek out again. Down in the meadow, under a tree, three little bunnies peek out at me. All day long, they hop, 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 run through the fields and never stop. When it's time to rest, 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 Mother Bunny makes a cozy nest. Here comes Miss Sarah's friend, that little squirrel, going whiskety, friskety, hippity hop. Up he scampers to the tree top, whirly twirly, round and round. Down he scampers to the ground. Twirly, furly, what a tail! It was tall as a feather and broad as a sail. But where's his supper? It's in a shell. Snappity, crackity, out it fell. And eats it up. And then he goes, whiskety, friskety, hippity hop. Up he scampers to the tree top. Twirly, curly, Round and round, down he scampers to the ground. Burly, curly, what a tail. It was tall as a feather and broad as a sail.
But where's his supper? It's in their shell. Snappity, crackity, out it fell. He picks it up and eats it up. And then he goes, whiskity, friskity, hippity hop. Up he scampers to the tree top. Twirly, curly, round and round. Down he scampers to the ground. Curly, furly, what a tail. It was tall as a feather and broad as a sail. But where's his supper? It's in a shell. Snappity, crackity, out it fell. Let's get ready for our day. Here we go round the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush. Here we go round the mulberry bush on a cold and frosty morning. This is the way we wash our face, wash our face, wash our face. This is the way we wash our face on a cold and frosty morning. Here we go round the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush. Here we go round the mulberry bush on a cold and frosty morning. And this is the way we put on our hat, put on our hat, put on our hat. This is the way we put on our hat on a cold and frosty morning. Here we go round the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush. Here we go round the mulberry bush on a cold and frosty morning. And this is the way we put on our boots, put on our boots, put on our boots. This is the way we put on our boots on a cold and frosty morning. Find your little tiny fairy feet over stones. Over sticks, not too slow, not too quick, not too quick, not too slow. That's the way the fairies go. Over stones, over sticks, not too slow, not too quick, not too quick, not too slow. That's the way the fairies go. Find a very fast little fairy this time. Over stones, over sticks, not too slow, not too quick, not too quick, not too slow. That's the way the fairies go. And a very big slow fairy. Over stones, over sticks, not too slow, not too quick, not too quick, not too slow. That's the way the fairies go. Find your butterflies, friend. Come, bright butterfly, and sit close to me. Your beautiful colors I would like to see. You fly like a bird, and you sip like a bee. But you're really a flower that the wind set free. Come, bright butterfly, and sit close to me. Your beautiful colors I would like to see. You fly like a bird, and you sip like a bee. But you're really a flower that the wind set free. Come, bright butterfly, and sit close to me. Your beautiful colors I would like to see. You fly like a bird, and you sip like a bee. But you're really a flower that the wind set free.
the donkey. Once upon a time, there lived a king and queen who were rich and had everything they wanted but no children. The queen lamented over this day and night and said, I am like a field on which nothing grows. At last God gave her her wish, but when the child came into the world, it did not look like a human child, but it was a little donkey. When the mother saw that, her lamentations and outcries began in real earnest. She said she would rather have had no child at all than to have a donkey, and that they were to throw it into the water and let the fishes devour it. But the king said, No, since God has sent him, he shall be my son and heir, and after my death sit on the royal throne and wear the kingly crown. The donkey, therefore, was brought up and grew bigger, and his ears grew up high and straight, and he was of a merry disposition, jumped about, played and took a special pleasure in music, so that he went to a celebrated musician and said, Teach me your art, that I may play the lute as well as you do. Oh, dear little master, answered the musician, that would come very hard to you. Your fingers are not quite suited to it, and are far too big. I am afraid the strings would not last. But no excuses were of any use. The donkey was determined to play the lute, and since he was persevering and industrious, he at last learned to do it as well as the master himself. The young lordling once went out walking, full of thought, and came to a well. He looked into it, and in the mirror-clear water saw his donkey's form. He was so distressed about it that he went out into the wide world and only took with him one faithful companion. They travelled up and down, and at last they came to a kingdom where an old king reigned who had a single but wonderfully beautiful daughter. The donkey said, Here we shall stay. He knocked at the gate and cried, A guest is without, open, that he may enter. When the gate was not opened, he sat down, took his lute, and played it in the most delightful manner with his two forefeet. Then the doorkeeper opened his eyes and gaped and ran to the king and said, Outside by the gate sits a young donkey which plays the lute as well as an experienced master. Then let the musician come in, said the king. But when a donkey came in, everyone laughed at the lute player. And when the donkey was asked to sit down and eat with the servants, he was unwilling. And he said, I am no common stable donkey. I am a noble one. Then they said, If that is what you are, seat yourself with the soldiers. No, he said, I will sit by the king. The king smiled and said good-humouredly, Yes, it shall be just as you will, little donkey. Come here to me. Then he asked, Little donkey, how does my daughter please you? The donkey turned his head towards her, looked at her and nodded, and said, I like her above measure. I have never yet seen anyone so beautiful as she is. Well then, you shall sit next to her too, said the king. That is exactly what I would wish, said the donkey, and he placed himself by her side, and ate and drank, and knew how to behave himself daintily and cleanly. When the noble beast had stayed a long time at the king's court, he thought, What good does all this do me? I shall still have to go home again. He let his head hang sadly, and went to the king, and asked for his dismissal. But the king had grown so fond of him, that he said, 
Little donkey, what ails you? You look as sour as a jug of vinegar. I will give you what you want. Do you want gold? No, said the donkey, and shook his head. Do you want jewels and rich dress? No. Do you wish for half my kingdom? Indeed, no. Then, said the king, if I did but know what would make you content, would you like my daughter for your wife? Oh, yes, said the donkey, I should indeed like that. And all at once he became quite merry and full of happiness, for that was exactly what he was wishing for. So a great and splendid wedding was held, and in the evening, when the bride and bridegroom were led into their bedroom, the king wanted to know if the little donkey would behave well, and ordered a servant to hide himself there. When they were both within, the bridegroom bolted the door, looked around, and as he believed that they were quite alone, he suddenly threw off his donkey skin, and stood there in the form of a handsome royal youth. Now, he said, you see who I am, and you see also that I am not unworthy of you. Then the bride was glad and kissed him and loved him dearly. When morning came, he jumped up and put on his donkey skin again, and no one could have guessed what kind of form was hidden beneath it. Soon came the old king. Ah, he cried, so the little donkey is up already. But surely you are sad, he said to his daughter, that you have not got a proper husband? Oh, no, dear father, I love him as well as if he were the handsomest man in all the world, and I will keep him as long as I live. The king was surprised, but the servant who had concealed himself came and revealed everything to him. The king said, That cannot be true. Then watch yourself the next night, and you will see it with your own eyes. And hark you, Lord King, if you were to take away his skin and throw it in the fire, he would be forced to show himself in his true shape. Hmm, your advice is good, said the king, and at night, when they were asleep, he stole in, and when he got to the bed, he saw by the light of the moon a noble-looking youth lying there, and the skin lay stretched out on the ground. So he took it away, and had a great fire lighted outside, and threw the skin onto it, and remained by it himself until it was all burned to ashes. But since he was anxious to know how the robbed man would behave himself, he stayed awake the whole night and watched, and when the youth had slept his fill, he got up by the first light of the morning and wanted to put on the donkey skin again, but it was not to be found. At this he was alarmed and full of grief and anxiety and said, Now I shall have to contrive to escape. But when he went out, there stood the king, who said, My son, whither away in such haste? What have you in mind? Stay here. You shall not go away from me. I will now give you half my kingdom, and after my death you shall have the whole of it. Then I hope that what begins so well may end so well, and I will stay with you, said the prince. And the old man gave him half his kingdom, and in a year's time, when he died, the young prince had the whole of it, and after the death of his father, he had another kingdom as well, and he and the princess lived for the rest of their lives in all magnificence. Snip, snap, snout, our story is all told out. The Little Red Hen One day, as the little red hen was scratching in the field, she found a grain of wheat. This wheat should be planted, she said. Who will help me plant this grain of wheat? Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the dog. Then I will, said the little red hen, and she did.
Soon the wheat grew to be tall and yellow. The wheat is ripe, said the little red hen. Who will cut the wheat? Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the dog. Then I will, said the little red hen. And she did. When the wheat was cut, the little red hen said, Who will thresh this wheat? Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the dog. Then I will, said the little red hen. And she did. Then the little red hen said, Who will take this wheat to the mill? Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the dog. Then I will, said the little red hen. And she did. So she took the wheat to the mill and had it ground into flour. Then she said, Who will make this into bread? Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the cat. Not I, said the dog. Then I will, said the little red hen. And she did. She made and baked the bread. Then she said, Who will eat this bread? Oh, I will, said the duck. And, oh, I will, said the cat. And, oh, I will, said the dog. No, no, said the little red hen. I will do that. And she did. Snip, snap, snout. Our story is all told out. Little Tuppence Long ago, an old hen and her one chicken went into the woods. The little chicken was named Tuppence. Scratch, scratch. They were busy all day among the leaves, finding seeds to eat. Don't eat the big seeds, said the old hen to little Tuppence, for they will make you choke. But by and by, little Tuppence found a big seed and ate it. Then little Tuppence began to cough, and the old hen was frightened at this and ran to the spring. And she said, Please, spring, give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The spring said, Get me a cup and then I will give you some water. The old hen ran to the oak tree and said, Please, oak tree, give me a cup, then the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The oak tree said, Shake me, then I will give you a cup. The old hen ran to the little boy and said, Please, little boy, shake the oak tree, then the oak tree will give me a cup, and the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The little boy said, Give me some shoes, then I can shake the oak tree for you. The old hen ran to the shoemaker and said, Please, good shoemaker, give me some shoes for the little boy. Then the little boy will shake the oak tree, and the oak tree will give me a cup, and the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The shoemaker said, Get me some leather, and then I will make some shoes for the little boy. The old hen ran to the cow and said, Please, cow, give me some leather, then the shoemaker will make some shoes for the little boy, and the little boy will shake the oak tree, and the oak tree will give me a cup, and the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The cow said, Get me some corn, and then I will give you some leather. The old hen ran to the farmer and said, Please, farmer, give me some corn for the cow, then the cow will give me some leather for the shoemaker, and the shoemaker will make me some shoes for the little boy, and the little boy will shake the oak tree and the oak tree will give me a cup, and the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. And the farmer said, Get me a plough, and then I can give you some corn. The old hen ran to the blacksmith and said, Please, good blacksmith, give me a plough for the farmer. 
Then the farmer will give me some corn for the cow, and the cow will give me some leather for the shoemaker, and the shoemaker will give me some shoes for the little boy, and the little boy will shake the oak tree, and the oak tree will give me a cup, and the spring will give me some water. Little Tuppence is coughing. The blacksmith said, Get me some iron, and then I can give you a plough. The old hen ran to the dwarves and asked for some iron for the blacksmith. When she had told her story about little tuppence to the dwarves, they wanted to help. They went into their cave and bought out some iron for the blacksmith. Then the blacksmith made a plough for the farmer, and the farmer gave some corn for the cow, and the cow gave some leather for the shoemaker, and the shoemaker made some shoes for the little boy, and the little boy shook the oak tree, and the oak tree gave a cup, and the spring gave some water, and the old hen gave the water to little tuppence, and little tuppence stopped coughing. Snip, snap, snout, our story is all told out. This is a story from Nana Mary about how the shy bunny was born. Once upon a time, said Nana Mary, I had two bunnies who lived in my yard, and they hopped about all springtime, and every day I went outside to feed them. One day I went outside, and there was something very strange. In with my two bunnies. There was a third bunny, a very, very tiny third bunny, who had just appeared as if out of nowhere. Now I wondered where this bunny could have come from, and just as I was wondering that, said Nana Mary, another bunny appeared as well. Two little bunnies. One of those bunnies was the shy bunny, and that shy bunny went straight back down into the rabbit hole with its mother. But each day, the shy bunny got a little bit less shy and peeked out just a little bit further and came out just a little bit more into the grass. And after a time, the shy bunny would even eat a little grass from my hand, said Nana Mary. But he was still very, very shy and liked to stay underground with his mother. But friends, that is how the shy bunny was born right under the ground, just the way that all rabbits are, in a soft, furry nest, full of its mother bunny's fur. So cosy. Oh, shy bunny. He was so shy, but he came out of his hole and looked around from time to time. And when he grew bigger and bigger, he came out more and more and had so many adventures. Snip, snap, snout. My story is all told out. Good night, Nana. The night will never stay. The night will still go by. Though with a million stars you pin it to the sky. Though you bind it with the blowing wind and buckle it with the moon. The night will slip away like sorrow or a tune. Angel of heaven who guards me. Be thou a bright star above me, be thou a smooth path before me, be thou a kind shepherd behind me, tonight when stars shine and forevermore. Goodbye, dear friends. <laughs>